Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. So here we are. Today is Tuesday, January the 19th of 2021. If you're just now checking it out, Kelly's out of quarantine. So that is good news. Yeah, I'm here. How was your first day back at the radio station? You know what? Um, I was tired last night. I slept. Qu- I went to sleep quick. What time was your bedtime? Uh, Actually, well, it was late, but once I lay down... I was asleep. Okay. What was your bedtime? Um, 11. 11 o'clock. Alarm goes off at? 3.45. Yeah. She is feeling I might fine. need a nap today. <laughs> I stayed up watching uh, stuff last night too, so it's kind of like my chill time is right before yeah, bed. Yeah, mine too. So, anyway, today is National Popcorn Day, so if you want to celebrate mm. with popcorn, Kai loves popcorn. Me too. And he always has loved popcorn. But I've told you the story that Kai is the absolute slowest popcorn eater ever. That's bad. So I want to get like miniature bags of popcorn because he, as opposed to me, who I like grab a ton of popcorn. Yeah, and just shove it in your mouth. Yeah. And I thought that was how you were supposed to eat it. Um, Kai, on the other hand, is much more like his mother and he goes one piece at a time. <laughs> so a regular size bag of popcorn can last an hour. And the way you are with your, what do you have? Uh, misophonia. Yeah. Uh what about him sitting in bed with you oh, eating that? Nope, it ain't going to happen. no way. Kai, you're going to have to go outside. <laughs> but Dad, it's 30 degrees. Kai, you're going to have to go outside. <laughs> but it's a lot. So I uh, was looking at this stuff, uh, different popcorn facts, right? They say our favorite flavor of popcorn, and I think it's pretty much a given, at least for me, is butter. Yeah. And there's no better butter than the butter that you can get at the movie theater. True. And the deal with the movie theater, now when they say, hey, butter your own popcorn, I'm like, what the heck is wrong with you? <laughs> Nobody wants this without butter. And even the boxes you buy that say movie butter, they never taste like that. Oh, it's nothing like Ever. that. But then I get this guilty feeling, like if I'm over there and I get the big old bucket of popcorn and I'm squirting that butter all over it mm-hmm. and people are waiting, I feel like they're judging me based on the amount of butter I'm using. They are. And I'm like, I want more butter. And, and I want to- He's taking all of the Basically, I want a bigger bucket, and I want to be able to take my hands in it, and I want to filtrate the butter through every piece of popcorn. Wow. That's how much I love it. Butter is the number one popcorn flavor, followed by salted, which, I mean, that goes with butter, right? I would have, yeah. White cheddar is popular, regular cheddar, and kettle corn, which we got some of that as a a gift, and I've been tearing it up, Mm -hmm. man. So good. Uh, there's also uh, people talking about different uh, flavor toppings. Like salt is a topping, right? They say other things people put on their popcorn, garlic salt or mm. garlic powder. What about M&M's? Uh, that's pretty good, too. <laughs> there's also Parmesan that can go on your popcorn, which I've done before. I've never done taco seasoning. That's That could be good. I don't know. Mm. Maybe it is. Or oregano, which I surely mm, haven't tried. No. But there's a, there was a popcorn place here locally, right? And I don't know what it was, but like, hey, this one tastes like the inside of a shoe. And you're like, oh, this is delicious. Things you would never put on popcorn. Somehow that place was able to do it. So if you have a specialty popcorn spot, maybe you want to support them today on National Popcorn Day. We'll celebrate. Pop the top on some popcorn today. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 2013. And Florida Georgia Line had the number one song in country music on this day. Baby, a song, you make me 
dad loved this song when he was little. And he would say, Clues. And Clues. He'll probably not be happy with me telling that story. When that summer sun fell to his knees, I looked at her and she looked at me. And I turned on those KC lights and drove all night because it felt so right. Oh, yeah. Her and I made me feel so right. Let's go for a cruise. And grab my guitar and strum a couple chords and sing from the heart. Girl, you show sure got the beat in my chest bumping. Hell, I can't get you out of my head. Baby, you a song. You make me want to roll my windows down and cruise down a back road, blowing stop signs through the middle of every little farm town with you. song was huge. A massive crossover. Because of this song, Florida Georgia Line was known all over the country. Florida Georgia Line and Cruise, number one on this day in 2013. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having us on your radio today. And y'all, <laughs> Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. So we've told you over the course of a number of years that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West were having troubles. We heard they were living apart, living separately in their own home. And then we heard, hey, they're trying to work it out for the family for the money, for the kids, they were going to marriage counseling. What we've heard now, though, is they've stopped the counseling. So here's the question. Does that mean that they're good now and everything's been worked out? Or does that mean they no longer care? Well, maybe counseling is expensive. Yeah, I would assume that it doesn't matter how much it costs to them. And what we're hearing today is it does look like maybe they've thrown in the towel. They're waving the white flag. No confirmation as of yet, but all the speculation leads to the fact that this one's just not going to last. Gotcha gossip on Ben Affleck. So reports are out that Ben is now a single man. He and his girlfriend, Ana de Armas, have broken up after almost a year together because of something that apparently they just figured out. They're at different points in their lives. Anna is reportedly the one who called it quits, which kind of makes sense because the older guy in this type of scenario is generally far less worried about maybe getting ready, uh, getting married and having kids because he's a lot older, right? Yeah. And she's worried about the age and oh my gosh. Right. Uh, So a source says too that um, apparently Ben even threw out his giant cardboard cutout of her. Apparently she gave that to him for his birthday. They thought it was kind of a joke. And someone saw him folding it up and putting it in a a trash bin. So you know it's over when your cardboard cutout gets thrown away. Oh my gosh, that's a great sign. Yeah. Uh, And you said you think they're 17 years apart. Mm Mm-hmm. So that would be like you dating a 26-year-old. Can you see oh, that happening? No. No? You wouldn't do that? Nope. Would, uh, maybe, let's go the other way, would you date a 60-year-old? It depends. Wow. A lot of 60-year-olds just now 
Wait, how there. old's Brad Pitt? He's not 60 yet. He's close. I don't think so. He's like 52 or 3, I think. He's still a minute away from 60. All right, well. Are you almost 50? No, Brandon, I'm not. Just checking. (laughs) And got your gossip on Chrissy Teigen. For some reason, she has people trolling her no matter what she posts. She can post something really sweet. She gets Mm -hmm. trolled. She can post something really sad, and she gets trolled. And this time she was talking about how her, uh, she was talking to her psychiatrist, and they basically said, hey, you need to have something that you do for you, something that makes you happy, because she's so focused Mm -hmm. on the family and all of that. And she took up horseback riding. Of course, somebody sees this and decides to pick on Chrissy Teigen. Let me read you the original tweet. This says, uh, this is from um, a female. A lot of people are unemployed and struggling to feed their family in the midst of a pandemic. Maybe now isn't a great time to say you have nothing, so you bought a horse to entertain yourself. Man. Chrissy Teigen responds because she's not going to just take that kind of stuff and not respond. She says, a lot of you really misinterpreted this tweet, and I guess that's on me. I didn't say I have nothing. I said I have nothing I do just for me. A convo with a therapist. A hobby. Because I lost a baby, and I'm figuring myself out. There you go. She said also she didn't buy the horse, but what if she did? So anyway, Chrissy Teigen fights back again against all these trolls on social media. And it just makes me think, why are you even there? I know. Why do you follow her? Just don't, yeah. If unfollow. you just want to attack everything that mm-hmm. she does. But she'll fire back. Mm-hmm. And she ain't going to stop. She doesn't care. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Every once in a while, I get down the rabbit hole of stuff on YouTube. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I enjoying this so mm-hmm. much? I saw a deal where they took the Huey Lewis song, Hip to be Square. And they matched it up with uh, the song Enter Sandman by Metallica. So when I saw this, I'm like, well, how am I going to enjoy this? Uh And four minutes later, I'd watch the entire thing. Really? Because I'm sitting here like you can actually mash these songs up and the pauses and the breaks and everything works out just perfect. Now, silly as it sounds, you know, I'm a huge Huey Lewis fan. Right. I love his music. So hip to be square, Huey Lewis. Mashed with Sand, uh, Inner Sandman by Metallica. And when you hear it, you're going to be like, I'll never unhear this. So let me give it to you. See if you uh, agree with it. Here we go. Inner Sandman, Hip to be Square. That's Hip to be Square. You know the music, right? Inner Sandman's that song I was scared of when I was a kid. <laughs> Say your prayers, it's all on. Here it goes. Right? Now you see why I couldn't stop listening to it? It picks up here again in a second. It makes the scary song less scary. Never run here, this. Sleep with one eye open, 
Is that crazy? Awesome. And I sat here like, how in the world did they do that? Because it times out just yeah, about yeah. perfect. If you're a fan of Huey Lewis or a fan of Metallica, just for you this morning. I bet there aren't a lot of morning shows playing this mashup this morning. <laughs> will make you smile a little bit this morning. A little bit of a double throwback. Huey Lewis meets Metallica. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I've realized at the age of 43, there is one thing that I will probably never be able to do in my life. And I've started to research on what I could do to change it or to fix it. <laughs> okay. uh, and the issue has become that it's a little bit embarrassing. And I think if my wife were to see my searches, she'd be like, wait a minute. What does it even matter? Right. But my wife thinks I'm ugly if I don't have facial hair. We've been Brandon, this. that's not true. Yeah. It's not that you're ugly. No, it is. That's no, what she thinks. No. She wants me to cover up as I've much of my face. I've talked to her about this. It's not about you no, being ugly. That's what it is. She thinks if I don't have facial hair, there's really no division between just... my head and my body. <laughs> is I mean... No. Close? Okay. Is it close? Okay. All right. Well, that doesn't mean she thinks you're ugly. Because here's, let me go ahead. If you, if you've never seen me, you can always go to our socials and check us out. But if you've never seen me, there's no hair on my head, right? Shaved bald because I can't grow it anymore. So I had to at an early age, like seven, no, not 17, 19, shave my head. Mm -hmm. Okay. That that's already traumatic (laughs) when you're 19. (laughs) So I did that and my eyebrows are very light because I had blonde hair when I had hair. Um, so essentially it just looks like, wait a minute. Is he a mannequin? I can't do it. Do I, did I see him at Dillard's? <laughs> so then I decided I'm going to grow out my facial hair. Cause if she likes it, I'm like, why can't it look good? Uh-huh. But then my facial hair grows out and it looks like a chia pet. Like he fed that little, little armadillo looking little, chia pet. It's a little patchy. It's, it's patchy and it sprouts. It doesn't ever thicken up. <laughs> It just like grows out and it grows wild. Mm-hmm. So I've started researching how I can either thicken my beard or how to change my hair color. Don't, don't. I can't. If you come in here with a darker beard, I will. Not, I won't even be able to do a show. I can't. But why? Be- <laughs> because you barely see your scruff right now. And if you came in with a darker, there's no way. But what if it looked good? Can I try it? I think even if it looked good, I would laugh. And would that, everybody laugh? And it would bother you. Maybe it would look really good. You know, then there'd be people that'd be like, oh my gosh, that's so great. But I would continue to laugh just because I don't think it's you. Just for men works for a lot of people, right? No, the and there's stuff. nothing wrong with that. No, so I'm going to try it. We'll do it on the air. Okay. I'm gonna, I want to check it out. Sign on this piece of paper right here that you will do this. I don't know. <laughs> Should I talk to my wife it's first? It's not permanent. Oh, she told me. She just sent me a text and said it's fine. There's no way she's awake. It's not afternoon. <gasps> Brandon, take that back. <laughs> what do you think? Should I try it? Uh, yes. Because the other day, like I looked at the side of my face, and sometimes I'll see myself on television or in photos. I'm like, what in the heck is happening? Because you think you just look dirty. If it's too short, it looks dirty. And if it's too long, it looks like it's out of control chia pet. So there's no, there's like this, this fine line of where it can be decent. And most of the time it's either too long or it's too short. 
Like then, this will grow out. If this grows out three days, it's going to look pretty good. But then it's going to get nasty. Look, it's off to trim it back down again. Yeah. Maybe it's my trimmer's fault. Maybe maybe that's your problem. So then the other day I decided because I can grow it kind of around my mouth, like a little bit of a goatee. Unless he's like, you can't do a goatee. I don't think that works for you. Mm-mm. So then I decided I was going to trim the sides short, but leave the goatee and try to go with a different style. I don't know. So imagine this is scruff on the sides, but a thicker goatee. I'm like, that would look cool. Like I would ride a Harley Davidson or something like that. Right. Or I'd work on a farm. And then she said, does anybody else do that? And I had to say, like I was 10. I don't care if anybody else does that. Because you knew. Nobody else does that. (laughs) (laughs) And you got, you got hurt. But like, I can be different if I want to be different. Of course. Do you like the idea of it thin on the sides, like just like level one scruff, and this is like a four or longer. I like the idea of you just not messing with it and just keep doing what you're doing. So should I come in here with a completely shaved face for the rest of my career? Just tell me. Uh, sure. No, I want you to be honest. No. So no. <laughs> I see people with a shaved face. I'm like, that looks really good and smooth. And then when I do it, y'all are like, that looks disgusting. <laughs> We've never said disgusting. Your son has just said a baby bird. Yeah, I look like a baby bird. A baby bird. So here's what I'm going to do. At this point, if you if you don't like it, if I'm shaved and you don't like it when I have scruff, I'm going to buy a Nacho Libre mask and to heck with all of you. Why don't you just continue to wear your mask? I'm just going to do that, but I'm going to wear it over my entire head. Okay. Because I don't have to worry about bronzer or what my facial hair looks like. You just need little eye holes. You'll be fine. Perfect. Nacho Libre there you or go. Rey Mysterio or something like that. I think I think it's a good gimmick. Yeah, or the just for men. We'll have to try. You think we should do that? Do you really? I'll do it. I don't care. What do I have to lose at this point? We can show everyone exactly how much hair you have, you know, and just color it in. We could use like black. No, I don't want to use black because that wouldn't look natural. <laughs> we have to find the right color. I'll buy some. I promise. We'll okay. do it on the air, okay. and we'll get we'll do the I reveal. Think it comes with like a little brush. Okay. I'll get a little mirror and a little brush, and I'll do it on the air. On the air, you will let us video. Well, I don't know if I want to video it because there's weird angles and stuff. <laughs> it's all about self-preservation. Yeah. You have to protect your identity and your persona. Hmm. We might do that this week. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So remember the Mentos commercials from the 90s where someone would pop in their mouth, a Mento in their mouth, and then they would do something really clever. And then we would hear Mentos, the fresh maker. I do remember Yeah, those. well, it doesn't actually work in real life. And this is how we know. Huh. 19-year-old Antoinette was at a gas station near Allentown, Pennsylvania, when she walked behind the counter and took two packs of cigarettes. Well, when an employee tried to stop her, she pushed them out of the way, grabbed four rolls of Mentos, and walked out. But she did not have a, getaw- a getaway car. So after stealing the Mentos, huh? she left the parking lot and decided to steal an ambulance that was parked around the corner. She stole cigarettes, Mentos, and an ambulance. She wasn't making very good decisions. No. Unfortunately, Antoinette did not know how to operate it, and I guess the Mentos did not help her with that. She was still inside the ambulance when the police got there to arrest her, so she's facing several charges, including felony robbery and attempted theft. But speaking of Mentos, I remember when I was a kid, you could go into a store with $1, and you could get a bag of chips, a large Coke, four candy bars, and a pack of Big League Chew. Remember that? Ooh, I love that stuff. Nowadays, they have cameras everywhere. Oh, God. (laughs) 
it's just a joke. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, get up and get moving. Happy Tuesday, y'all. We appreciate you listening to us. We want to know how you eat your popcorn. It seems like something really silly, but evidently it's a deal. Evidently, I'm not all the way normal. (laughs) So do you eat it by the handful or do you eat it piece by piece? It's up on Facebook if you want to go to the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's on my Instagram story, which is Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's also on Twitter. So if you're Twitter only, you can go there. On Twitter, it's Brandon on B-B-I-T-M. All right, so a new survey was asking people what foods put them in a good mood and what foods put people in bad moods. <laughs> and the, the weird thing is, we'll go through the good mood food first, right? Because there's a drink that's number one. Um, but as I go through this, I'm like, okay, this is all stuff I do enjoy. Coffee mm-hmm. puts people in a good mood. I probably have way too much coffee in the day. Like if you tried to go based on the amount of pure cups I have mm-hmm. and the strength of the coffee, I probably shouldn't sleep at all in 2021. Uh, the number two thing that puts people in a good mood is dark chocolate. They say chemically that does put you in a better mood. Hmm. They say grapes and berries and yogurts, eggs put people in a better mood. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I don't like eggs. I like them, but not like that. I don't really like them at all anymore unless they're on like a biscuit. If they're on a biscuit, biscuit. or a croissant, then I'm yeah. good with it. They say salmon puts people in a good mood. Who are these people? Just hearing some of these things. They're saying chemically, though, and physically. Oh. It hits the right stuff. Okay. It's not like your go-to stuff, but it's the stuff that kind of works with your body. They say oranges, apples, and some melons are good, uh, too. What? I like fruit. <laughs> Typically, if I'm looking to be African. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They also... Uh-huh. What else do they say? They say foods that put you in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. And this is what's crazy because these are good mood foods, but when they get into your body, they shift you and they kind of make you maybe not feel quite so great. Can I go through these and you can... <laughs> these are all going to be everything I eat every day. Watch. Oh, it's going to be all the stuff that we uh... love, but they don't work well with your body. They kind of flip on you at some okay. point. They say donuts. Oh, man. And I love donuts. Like on the weekends, I want to go get donuts. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Kai, do you want to go get donuts? Yes. And I want to eat four of them because I can't decide what I want. I know. Like I want a glazed one and I want a sprinkles one and I want a blueberry one and I I want a filled one. And you have to eat all of them. Yeah. So donuts, the number one food that puts you in a bad mood eventually, not instantly, but eventually. They say uh, alcohol is like that too. Puts you in a good mood for a minute and then you have the repercussions Hmm. of the alcohol. Uh, soda, same way. Energy drinks, same way. Burgers, they taste so good going in. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> a little bit later, you might not feel so great. They say candy, pizza, cake, white bread, and chips. All foods. Everybody's favorite stuff. Right. <laughs> so that's what's so messed up about the way we live our lives. The stuff that puts us in a good mm-hmm. mood, we don't really enjoy outside of coffee. The stuff that puts us in a bad mood tastes amazing when you start off with it. It's true. So if there's a way to balance it, could we do coffee and dark chocolate and do that as a little study and see if all of a sudden we're in a better mood? Yeah. So what's the dark chocolate I'd get? Like, is it a dark chocolate Milky Way? Ooh, those are good. You ever had that? Those are really good. I kind of like dark chocolate. We'll try that one day. We'll see if we're we're in a better mood after we do dark chocolate and coffee. Just know, though, that if you're indulging on 
donuts and alcohol and soda and energy drinks and pizza and candy, all the stuff I love, you're probably a little bit cranky as you go throughout the day. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Tuesday, January the 19th. Of 2021, local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Leslie Anderson of Brooklyn, who celebrates today. Bobby Hoggard, happy birthday. Dan Loudermilk from Stuttgart celebrates a birthday. Brad Evans is celebrating. Kim Jones of Piggott. We have Katie Honeycutt celebrating a birthday. Johnny Tates of Paragould. Brad Burns of Mountain View has a birthday. Shauna Slater. Of Jonesboro, Shauna Eldridge has a birthday today. Uh, Rhiannon Carlson of Jonesboro celebrates. Jody Hartley from Wynn and Lexi Russell of Jonesboro turns 11 today. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Olympic gold medalist Sean Johnson is 29 today. Of course, she was on Dancing with the Stars and won that as well. Yep. Jody Sweeten is 39. Stephanie Tanner on Full House and Fuller House. Drea De Mateo is 49 from Shades of Blue, The Sopranos, and Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. John Wozniak is 50. Remember that one song? What song is that? This one right here. I smell sex and yeah, Marcy Playground singer. Who's that lounging in my chair? Who's that casting devious stares in my direction? Mama, this surely is a dream. Yeah. Happy birthday to John Wozniak. Yeah, Marcy Mama Playground celebrates today. Katie Seagal is 67. That's Luis on the Connors and Peg Bundy on Married with Children. I'm back in my Married with Children phase. That show is funny. My husband said he liked that show, too. Some Frank Sinatra. Love and marriage, love and marriage. Go together like a horse and carriage. This I tell you, brother. You can't have one without the other. Happy birthday to Katie Seagal, Peg Bundy from Married with Children. Happy birthday today to Paula Dean, who is 74. Just kind of makes your mouth water just saying her name, thinking about all that butter that oh, she yeah. puts in her recipes. On, and happy birthday today to Dolly Parton, who is 75. Working nine to five. What a way to make a living. Barely getting by. It's all taking and no giving. They just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive. It's Dolly's birthday. Always ambulance ready. She is, man, just in case. How about some Jolene? Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. Please don't take him down. 
Dolly Parton. She's 75 today. seems like she has this big career resurgence right now. Everybody loves Dolly. They're actually considering putting up a Dolly Parton statue at the Tennessee State Capitol. Dolly's birthday, there is there is mm-hmm. one final song mm-hmm. that we have to do. It's Must. like one of the biggest songs we've ever played on this show. Probably we've played this song more than any other song we've ever played. Tender love is blind. It requires a dedication. All this love we feel needs no conversation. We ride it together. Uh-huh. Celebrate Dolly today. Making love. Five years old today, Dolly Parton. I can't live without you if the love was gone. Everything is nothing if you got no one. And you did walk in the night, slowly losing sight of the real thing. Why do I sing the girl part? You sing the boy part. I don't know. But that won't happen to us, and we got no doubt. It's weird. Too deep in love, and we got no Sylvester Stallone. It was called, I think it was called Rhinestone or Rhinestone Cowboy. I watched that over and over. It might not have been appropriate, but I watched it a bunch. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend Dolly Parton, who turns 75 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, and thanks for having us on. And y'all, Kelly Perry, well... She's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. So the big discussion this week is the inauguration of President Joe Biden. 
Kamala Harris is the vice president. That's going to be a big topic. It's going to be all over the news. Of course, the celebration happens in Washington, D.C. We've told you a number of stars who were set to be there, but now we know someone from the country genre, the country format, is going to be represented. And that person is Garth Brooks. So Garth says it's a great day in their household. It's not a political statement from Garth. It's a statement of unity. He also says that he might be the only Republican at the inauguration. But I'm sitting there thinking, what would Garth Brooks sing at the inauguration? Because, you know, you want to sing a hit. Yeah. You want to sing one that pretty much everybody's going to know. You don't Mm -hmm. debut a new song at the inauguration. So, like, the biggest upbeat Garth, would that be Friends in Low Places, the song that everybody would know? I toasted you, said, honey, we may be thrilled. You'll never hear me complain. Oh, Cause I got friends. friends in all places where the whiskey. But is that the right message at the inauguration? I got friends in low places and I'm here with them. <laughs> or do you go with one of those statement Garth songs? If you remember, Garth had a big statement song with Standing Outside the Fire. But you've got to be tough when consumed by desire. But it's not enough just to stand outside the fire. Does that work, though? Maybe. We call them strong, yeah. Those who can face this world alone. Who seem to get by on their own. So it's Garth Brooks. Those who will never take He's headed the to the inauguration this week. So Carrie Underwood is set to perform on, a, on an upcoming live stream concert for a special called An Evening of Thanksgiving with C.C. Winans. And it's a faith-based event that's going to feature performances of worship songs in addition to surprise guests, including countries, Carrie Underwood. But it's a live stream show that fans can purchase tickets for, and it's going to air February 21st. And Carrie tweeted out she's excited to be a part of this event. And I bet we're going to get to hear some of her new music that's going to be from her new album called My Savior. On this album, Carrie's going to be covering hymns that she grew up singing and that album is set for release right around Easter. And Carrie says this is a project that she's always really mm-hmm. wanted to do, like a bucket list deal. But uh, now she has the opportunity. And she believes that my gift, her Christmas album, kind of opened the door for this album, My yeah. Savior. So there you go. Carrie Underwood, CeCe Winans. I believe I've interviewed many, many years ago. I interviewed CeCe Winans. Yes, I've seen her in concert. So really good. I guess she was probably coming around here when I talked to her. Mm-hmm. So, uh, news out on Morgan Wallen. Again, you can't escape Morgan Wallen this week because his album is out. And there's all these people writing stuff about him. I read one article, and it was, uh, I can't remember if it was the New York Post or something like that, where the writer was saying they believe Morgan Wallen will be the Garth Brooks of this generation. Oh, wow. If you remember, Garth brought so many new ears and new people into country music, and they believe Morgan Wallen is going to do that for country. Also in his Billboard magazine article, Morgan Wallen talks about how Eric Church, because of his authenticity, was somebody he really looked up to. And Church came back and said the reason that Morgan Wallen works right now is because he is who he is, and he's not trying to be someone else. So, I don't know if you realize this, but the song Quitting Time, which is on the Dangerous Double album by Morgan Wallen, is actually a song that was written by Eric Church. And it sounds kind of like a song you can hear Eric Church doing. This is Quitting Time by Morgan Wallen. There's all day thinking time, all night drinking time, time to sing and time to find if rhyme has a reason, and time to pack it in and stay down. Pack it up and walk away now Give it one 
more days Call it a season I can tell by the tears Not in your eyes It's quitting time It's Morgan Wallen Again, the song that I'm hooked on And I've listened to a lot of the album But I just can't get somebody's problem out of my head Ooh, I know where this is going I already know it's each Somebody's problem Somebody's goodbye Somebody's last call number that they can't find Somebody's best day Somebody's worst night Somebody's reason for leaving on the porch slide Think about them tan lines And I'm thinking, damn, I'd love to drown in them heartbreak of blue eyes See somebody's problem And somebody's problems It's about to be mine Morgan Wallen Is he the Garth Brooks of this generation? A lot of people think so that's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, today is January the 19th of 2021, and today in pop culture in 1993, Stevie Nicks joined Lindsey Buckingham, and they came back together as Fleetwood Mac to perform at Bill Clinton's uh, inauguration ceremonies. Because Clinton's, uh, his whole campaign yes. song at the time was a Fleetwood Mac classic. Don't Every time I hear this song, I think Bill Clinton. Me too. So they've been apart, Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks, and they came back together for Bill Clinton. Fleetwood Mac. People know this song, don't they? Today in pop culture in 1994, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame did an induction ceremony in New York City. They inducted uh, Elton John. He was there that day. They also inducted Rod Stewart. Today in pop culture, in 2008, John Mayer visited a concert backstage because he wanted to meet the headline act. The act that John Mayer wanted to meet was Hannah Montana. There's always going to be another mountain. I'm always going to want to make it move. One of your favorite songs. I do love this song. Hey, too proud. I love it. Hey, Miley. John Mayer is here to meet you. Today in pop culture, also in 2008, Charlie Daniels was inducted into the Grand Ole Opry. Johnny, you're awesome up your bow and play your fiddle hard. Cause hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cards. And if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold. And if you lose, the devil gets your soul. Today in pop culture, it was four years ago. Donald Trump was going through his inauguration and performing there was, well, Toby Keith. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to roll around. Three Doors Down also performed at Trump's inauguration. I'm here without you, baby. But you're still on my own mind. And on the same day, today in pop culture in 2017, Tom Petty was announced. Uh, it was announced that he had died. So the Los Angeles County Medical Examiner announced the death of Tom Petty on this day in 2017. 
so many great Tom Petty songs. You don't know how it feels. You don't know how it feels to be me. See if you remember this one. Last dance with Mary Jane. One more time to kill the pain. Or maybe this one. I'm learning to fly. Tom Petty passed away in 2017. But he leaves behind a ton of music. Coming down. That will live forever. Is the hardest thing. With good old days. Today is January the 19th. And that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I'm going to make you talk about it. No. No, we're going to talk about it because you don't want to. No, but wait. Why do I tell you stuff? Because you're looking. Uh, so Kelly is asking me for personal advice, <laughs> and it's right before we come on. And this is Brandon Baxter in the morning, by the way. Um, so I thought the best way to do this and where I feel like I give my best advice is where oh. we are very public. <laughs> because I feel like I think better when I have to you know, process things faster when we're on the radio. But what if that's not my high point? Well, you're asking me. So if you're asking me for advice, I think you have to meet me where I do my best work. And that is, you know, right here. So uh, go ahead. And uh, I know you don't want to name names, okay? but you have an issue. Mm -hmm. And the issue involves a neighbor. Yeah. And (laughs) tell me, uh, tell me again so everybody can hear what has been going on for months. All right. Well, the neighbor actually lives about three streets down, but they are in our neighborhood. Okay. What is their name? Not going to happen. And actually, I don't know their name. What is their address? I don't know the the actual address. What does their house look like? Okay. Let's move on with the story. So for about almost a year, uh, around between four and five in the morning, my dogs go crazy. And our bedroom, which, and they sleep on my bed. My two yeah. dogs are on my bed. So they hear, see everything, right? They're watchdogs. Yes. So they can hear if a blade of grass outside moves. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're good little watchdogs. Oh, that's great. Yeah. In the middle of the night, I'd want that. No, but here's the thing. So I get up every day at 345. So I go downstairs. I start putting my coffee on, doing everything. Well, between four and five, every single morning, it's that they go crazy like someone is trying to break into our house. Oh, your husband and probably has husband, just gone to bed. <laughs> yeah. My husband is like frantically waking up, throwing, huh? throwing pillows at the dogs, what? telling them to be quiet, whatever, yeah. because we know what it is. Because now, he'd, is, he'd rather sleep through an intruder. <laughs> yes. He'd rather me just deal with uh, it. Kelly's got it. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so I finally figured out what it was several months ago, and I kept thinking it was going to stop, but mm-hmm. it hasn't. And now I was coming to you for advice because it's kind of getting to where... It's a problem. Here's the problem. It's a problem, but you don't want it to be public, but I'm going to make it public. Yes. So these people have this big dog, okay? And, you know, there's a leash law. Mm-hmm. And I've... When I it have, comes to legalities. Right. But here's the thing. And I love dogs. But here's the thing. The thing that my dogs are barking at is my neighbor's dog. And yeah. the neighbor's dog is not next door. It's not in a fence. It is... They're letting it out. And it's coming all the way to my house, like a mile <laughs> And it's choosing your house. It's, and I'm sure there's other houses it's done this to, but it's choosing my house and it is leaving human male sized. No, that's disgusting. Um, piles. No, that's disgusting. Of Why is it human male size? Why can't it just I'm be? I'm trying to let you know it's some nasty stuff. No, I understand. It's not going to be that great. Okay. So, but I'm, where is the dog leaving the deal. it? I walk out of my, this is why this is coming up. 
I have let it go, let it go. It's just this dumb dog. It's fine. It's just coming to say hi, whatever. It has started leaving its remnants Mm -hmm. at my front door, on the sidewalk, on the concrete. What dog goes and goes to the bathroom, not in some bushes or some grass. He is coming on my property and he's going. When I walk out my door, I step into a huge. No. no. Right. So, but here's the deal. Most of you are going to say, Kelly, get over yourself. Go to the the, the people and say something. No. But y'all, here's the deal if you don't know me. I am not a confrontational person. I just don't see going there. What are you gonna what are they gonna do I about mean, it? Well, and my kids were like, why don't you you pick up the poop and put it in a in a bag and put a note on it and stick it in their mailbox. Okay, I like that. And, That's uh, a good no! one. That is a good one. I would never do that. That is a good one. No, because number one, why is a dog roaming and why did the dog choose your house out of hundreds of homes? I think it hates my dogs because it hears them because it knows when it comes into my yard, he's going to get that reaction every time. So that dog is taunting your dog. Yes. Like, hey, what's up? Yes. I'm going to poop here on the porch. Right. And so when my dogs get up, they smell him and sense him. Oh, that's gross. Yes. I bet then they go on the porch too. That, they try. Like they you're welcome, to. Matt. Is going to smell like urine. I know. That nope, is disgusting. Not urine. Well, yeah. Piles. So you want to know if you should say something. Right. And you don't know these people. Like, you can't make no. it a joke. I don't, I don't know. So your way of tackling this issue is publicly by talking about it. <laughs> you forced me. No, I didn't. This was your idea. Brandon. So thousands upon thousands of people will know. <laughs> okay. Well, I need all of the thousands to let me know what I should do. I don't know. Can people DM you? Advice? Sure, yeah. Because I don't know if you want to make this public. No, no, no. I don't want to make it public just in case. Or you can go and comment on something or tag Kelly and and let her know. Should she say something? Because, I mean, it is kind of like if your dogs are out. Like, I understand if they pee on a bush or something like that. But if they go number two in a yard or on a porch, you're probably responsible for picking that up. (laughs) Maybe. I think so. Four o'clock in the morning. Well, I know. Yeah. That's dangerous. It's dangerous all around. It really is. Well, on Instagram, I'm Kelly Perry on the radio. If you want to DM me and tell me what I should do. Or on Facebook, I'm Kelly Brooke Perry. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Kelly brought me a list today of the most requested wedding songs of all time. I thought it would be a fun list. Yeah. So this is out there. These are the top 10 most requested. These are the songs that when people are playing weddings, DJs and stuff like that, these people are saying, hey, we need you to play these songs. Okay. Some of them are spot on. Some of them I'm like, wait a minute. I don't really know. I don't really understand. For my wedding, I don't know if that's the right song. Number 10 on the list out of this top 10 wedding songs, most requested you have LMFAO. I just don't know. What do you think? It sounds more like a like a birthday party for a 16-year-old. Yeah, I don't get that one. That's yeah. number 10 on the list of the most requested wedding songs. What about this one? Number nine, Higher Love. I like this one. I too. I can see this. It is kind of tough to dance to, though. It's like an in-between, like a... Huh? You have to kind of step, no. tap, step, tap, step, tap. I can dance to this one, because really it's all about touching. Oh, it's all about touching. Isn't that why you dance, is to touch? I mean, I guess so, but I don't know if this is a slow dance. I don't, I don't really no, see No, you people. can still touch fast. Oh, I've never, I've never seen touch fast dancing. 
I do it. Okay. Number eight on the list of the, okay, you're making this awkward. Number eight on the list of the most requested wedding songs. This will last until at least the reception. (laughs) What? Number seven on the list, and I can tell you at a wedding with our family, this would be a huge hit. Oh my goodness, yes. Whitney Houston. Dance with somebody That's number seven. Number six is more, hey, everybody get up and dance on the dance floor together because the cha-cha slide Ooh. has made the list. To the left. Take it back now, y'all. And I guess. At least it One has instructions. <laughs> yeah. One hop this time. Right foot, two stumps. Left foot, I guess stars. people ask for that. Slide to the left. All right, number five on the list of the most requested wedding songs of all time, you have Edwin McCain. And tell me that we belong together. Dress it out with the trappings this is a good one. Love. Number four on the list, welcome Beyonce and Jay-Z. Number three on the list. Hello, Timberlake. It's upbeat celebration music. Number two on the list of the most requested wedding songs of all time. DJs across America say the number one most requested wedding song of all time. You'll never guess it. It's the Black Eyed Peas. I gotta see this. Ooh, that tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good, good night. The most requested wedding songs of all time. And at the end of the wedding, the best song to play. What? If you're planning a wedding in 2021, there is great advice. The best, most requested wedding songs of all time. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know the first ever text message was sent on December 3rd, 1992? What? It simply said, Merry Christmas. When did you get your first phone? I think when I was driving back and forth to go to college. Like maybe uh, 95? 95? You had one before me. A bag phone, though, and I could Uh, not use it unless it was an emergency. Because it was so expensive. Yes. I bet your dad paid for it. He did. Yeah. And threatened me all the time not to even pick it up unless I was on the side of the road. I think my first phone was a Suncom phone. Was it Suncom? That sounds right. And then, um, gosh, probably like 98, 99. Wow. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. 92, the first text. Did you know the first artist to be stripped of a Grammy was Millie Vanilli? Once the news came out that they lip-synced their songs, they were stripped of their Best New Artist Grammy in 1990. 
Dude, I loved Millie Vanilli. <laughs> Falling. The shine of nights. Whatever you do. Don't, don't put, put the, the blame, blame on you. Blame it on the rain. That's good stuff right there. You also had this one. They had two hits. Yep. Oh, yeah. I love you. So some Millie Vanilli. All right, stripped of the Grammys. And did you know there were such low expectations for Star Wars that it was only on 42 screens nationwide for its opening weekend? Wow. Yes. That is crazy. I had no idea. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Kelly brought in a thing earlier today. She subscribes to this wedding publication. And the publication was talking about the most popular, most requested wedding songs. Songs that people go to the DJ they hire and say, hey, I want you to play this. And we went through the list and there were some good ones on there. Uh, And then quite honestly, there were some where we were like, well, really? I don't know if I really hear that being played at a wedding. Like, we'll go back through it real quick. Some of the ones we were not real sure on were like this one. This was a request. You know? So we have a friend who's a DJ, Eddie. Eddie, your DJ. And he plays weddings and parties and stuff like that. And he does agree with some of the songs that were chosen. Like he says, the Black Eyed Peas song, which I questioned, mm-hmm. is a big wedding song. I got a feeling. And I'm like, what? That tonight's gonna be a good night. He also that said the Timberlake song, yes, is a highly requested wedding song. So I'm like, okay, those are good ones, but give me some other ones. What are some of the ones that didn't make the list? And uh, of course, if you think about, you know, the whole place getting up and wanting to dance, you have to think about this one. Which one is this one? I tried to do this on the back porch one day. Well, it, it gives you the directions. Yeah, so. but I get confused. I'm like, do I go to my right or to the person in front of me's right? Like oh. if they're facing me, I get really confused. Yeah, I can see that. Does that sound okay? Yes, it does. <laughs> Just forget it. Please pretend I did not say that. Other big wedding songs, and maybe this is a thing because we live in Arkansas, we live in the South. Oh, yeah. I, say, leave me I think they play this one at the end of the night. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Family tradition. So. He also mentions another fun get everybody out to the dance floor song. Yes. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. You can dance in your car. You can dance at your desk. We don't care. You can dance wearing nothing but a towel. You say maybe they got a shower and a system. Cameo has a big wedding song, according to our friend Eddie, the DJ. See if you know this one. <laughs> yep. Do you know it? Wire Automatically? Up. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna dance at the wedding. Okay, now. 
Let me see if I can just get to the actual hook of the song here. Here we go. Word up. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Dance moves. It's a party, man. Maybe you should put this on the running music. That's just really getting it. Journey is big for weddings in Arkansas. Can I give you my pick? And this needs to make everybody's list. You know, my favorite wedding song ever. Lost in this moment with you, I am completely consumed by feeling so absolute. So again, this is a real case study. Eddie, your DJ, who DJs parties in the state of Arkansas, gives us a couple more songs that are big in Arkansas for weddings in the natural state. He says, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes. What is this even talking about? September. Is this just for September weddings? Did you get married in September? Nope. All right. What about you? (laughs) No. Uh, one more big Arkansas wedding song, and this one is cause for a lot of fun, a lot of dancing. It's it's the reason that we have this big celebration. Arkansas approved. It's time to, to come, come together. together. It's up to you. What's your pleasure? Everyone around the world. Come on! Do, 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 do. Once again, Brandon Baxter in the morning. Alexa, play Kelly's favorite <laughs> wedding song. There you go. A little bit of advice. From those of us here on Arkansas's morning show, this is Brandon Baxter in the morning. You're making a really mean look at me right now. Why are you doing that? Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the Super Bowl is, what is it, about two, three weeks away? Mm -hmm. Something like that. Two and a half weeks away. Uh, And Coca-Cola and Pepsi are saying they're not going to be buying advertising during the Super Bowl. They're not going to be running commercials during the game. Hang on. That's crazy. It is crazy because they've been there forever. Pepsi's like seems like the main one because we have. I mean, of course, I think of Britney Spears. Yeah, and who else has done the Pepsi? Michael Jackson. Yes, he had big Pepsi commercials. Wow. But they say Coca Cola is saying that they want to ensure they're investing in the right resources 
uh, during unprecedented times. Mm. They don't want to be seen as just kind of throwing money away at Super Bowl advertising, even though the biggest television audience of the year is the Super Bowl. And people talk about those commercials. Now, here's what's interesting about Pepsi. Pepsi isn't buying an actual ad during the game, but they are the the overriding sponsor of the halftime show. Oh, okay. So they still get, hey, it's yeah. halftime and it's uh, the Pepsi halftime mm-hmm. show. And this year it's going to be with the weekend. And I wonder if that might be a reason that Coca-Cola pulled. They're like, hey, you know what? Pepsi's getting all the love anyway. Maybe so. Or do you advertise because of that and want to trump them with a better commercial? Mm. You know? Because do you want to give them the entire Super Bowl stage? No. You have the entire game. You're going to be the only soft drink talked about. But anyway, Coca-Cola and Pepsi are both not running regular advertising during the Super Bowl. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Thanks for having us on today. We appreciate you listening to us. You can go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast. Let me give you a heads up. If you live near Kelly Perry, she might have called you out today. And if you did not hear it and you're not sure if it's about you or not, go download the podcast. <laughs> There's a chance it is. We also uh, go through this deal. I'm battling with insecurity on my beard <laughs> because this is the age of a beard and facial hair. Yeah. And I'm not good at that. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to be better. And I have an idea on how we can fix it. I think you should bring that idea tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. So find out more on the podcast. It's the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? NCIS returns with back-to-back episodes. The first season finale of Celebrity Game Face. Skyville Live, Chris Christopherson and Friends on CMT. It's a special film before the pandemic at the Nashville Club Skyville Live. And Lady A is going to be there. Okay. Let's see. And tonight's schedule also includes The Resident, Trickster, prodigal son and fbi most wanted hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on brandon baxter in the morning